children to go out and harvest it, and then they, they take it into the house, and then they take a few grains out of each one of these flowers. Yeah, and yeah, they get the um, so use it as currency back then. Wow. So, um, so he had he had uh, loaned somebody some saffron, and he, he, it had to be paid back as saffron. I'm sorry on the recording. I, I turned it on too late, or or got blocked off. So they're missing the first ten minutes. I'll have to see how we're going to get them. The uh, uh, I'll, I'll, my maybe I'll add that part on at the end. So, uh, but at any rate, we're about a paragraph down on your dalit of fourteen a, and we're talking. We mentioned that there were. Uh, that you're allowed to transfer loans. That was one of the three rules they made, even though normally you need to have the paperwork to make it clear that you, when you borrow the money, you agree to transfer to pay back somebody else. They allowed you to do that without having the paperwork. So uh, that's one of the Hilchasa Belotam. So uh, he, somebody owed, um, uh, he loaned somebody some saffron. So he said, you know that saffron that, that I, my saffron that's by you, Yaivi Laploni, um, uh, I want you to give it to this other person. Uh, and, and I'm telling you now in front of him, the lo ladrina be. And I'm not going to change my mind. In other words, you might not want to give him the saffron because you might think, well, today you want to give it to him, but maybe tomorrow you'll change your mind. So no, I'm doing, he did it in front of the, he had three people. In other words, it was the, there was him the, and the other guy. He meant to uh, change the, uh, who, the, who the saffron was owed to. Michlau, that implies the Eboy Hutterbe, Matzi Hutterbe. He said, I'm not going to change that, his, my, my mind. Did that mean that normally you could change your mind? Normally, if you, didn't we say that if you transfer a loan, there's no changing your mind? Well, that's exactly what he meant. He meant that, not because he didn't mean, I'm not going to change my mind this time, but I could. He just meant, this is a permanent, you're not going to owe me anymore, you're going to owe him. Omar, I, the more says, Omar Rav Chadazim. Didn't he already teach this that you can transfer money uh, alone? Omar Huna Omar Rav, Manali Biyadcha, you owe me a mana. Instead of giving it to me, to new Lolaploni, pay somebody else. If you have my Mitchlush and Kona, it works. So why do we need to repeat the law that these transfers are binding? The more said, Imahi, if I had only that, I would have thought if it's a significant amount of money, uh, then you could give it to him and transfer it. Abu Matanum Moetis, maybe if you, it's only a small thing, you don't need to have the three people. You don't need to have him in front. Maybe you can transfer it. Uh, you don't need that. Kamash Malan, lowly boy of Kamash Malan, that anytime you want to transfer, you have to have, uh, if you want it to be legally binding, you ha- even a small amount, you have to have the, the three people there to do it. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like. In other words, the three that, uh, is you, the person who borrowed, and the new person who's being transferred to. That's the third. Hanu um, Ginoi. Now we get some stories. There was these gardeners, uh, these uh, people that had uh, uh, farm workers. The Avid Chushma Hari Hadari. And they did cheshben with each other. They were trying to figure out uh, who was entitled to what? They all worked together. They produced a certain amount, and they they rented land together. And Pash Chamesh Istri Zuze Gabi One of them had five zoos more than the other ones. He was holding on to the five zoos. So Omer Lay, they said to the one, the farmer, they said Yavi Nahali Lamari Arai. All right, you have five extra. You should you pay that 
to the um, towards the uh, the landlord. Give that to the landlord. And the landlord was there, and they made a kinyan. Uh, in other words, he um, usually they split everything three ways. Here he had extra, and uh, they told him in front of the landlord, okay, you'll pay that towards the rent. And they shook on it. They made a kinyan. Uh, shook is in America. In America, we shake on it. Then they make a class, you know, in front of the three people. And sure enough, Later on, when the farmer uh, sat down himself and he said, wait a second, let me do my own math. Avid Chushmina, he figured out his own math. Bein delay lenashe, between himself, bein delay lenashe, between himself and his stuff. Lo kashbei He said, I don't have anything extra. So again, he's with his three buddies and they figured out that he got more, oh, oh okay, you're, you're going to pay that towards the rent. And then he gets home and he starts figuring out his own Cheshman. You know, that's, let's, let's figure out. And he says, wait a second. I didn't get anything extra over here. So now the problem is he had committed himself to giving that to the landlord. So is he stuck or not? That is the question. So Asa, commander of Nachman. He went in front of Nachman and said, I shouldn't have to pay. Those guys told me I had extra. I made my own cheshman. I didn't have anything extra. Cheshman is a very difficult thing, you know, to make cheshman, like to figure everything out. You know, different people add different things, and by the time you, I forgot to, I forgot, I did this, I did that, so I don't owe the money. So they went, so Omer lay my Avalach, he said, what am I supposed to do? Chadad to Omer Rav Huna Omer Rav, said, if you obligate yourself, it's too late. You Basically, you obligated yourself. And you made a Kenyan. Omer lay Rav, atu hai mik lo yavinu. I didn't say I wouldn't pay if I had extra. The lekagabe, I meant there is no extra. There, there isn't. It's not that I have the money and I, after I agreed to pay, I'm backing out. There was no money. I agreed. They said, oh, when you add it all up, you'll see you have five extra. So I got home and I saw there was no five extra. Then it comes out that you agreed to pay something that didn't exist. Then you could change your mind. So it's a little more complicated, that whole situation. That, that's really what comes out. You, it, it is, a, 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 you, you do obligate yourself, but what if you obligated yourself based on a false assumption? So that's not obligating yourself. Okay, itmar, we learned. Holach mana leploni. Now it's kind of a new uh, scenario along the, uh, we talked really before about making a shliach to, to do something. You tell somebody, pay back, money that I owe the plan. I owe somebody money and he's in another city and I'm giving you the money to make the payment. I say, Holach mana, take this to Plony. Shani Chaivla, I owe him the money. So uh, now uh, on the way, uh, the money, um, something happens and it doesn't get returned. So is the, does the messenger, who's, who's responsible for this? So Omrav Chayv The person who agreed to pay um, uh, actually, Chayev HaMeshaleah, the, uh, I'm sorry, the one who owes the money, just because he sent a payment in, if the payment doesn't arrive, he still has to pay. Um, not the messenger. Not the messenger. Omar Chayev HaKrayev. Doesn't that depend on the relationship that the messenger has, or the contract the messenger has obligated to the... To the 
So uh, let's see. Let's oh. see. All right. So what happens is, so basically you give it to him and say, I want you to make a payment. And then you find out maybe this guy isn't such a reliable messenger. So, and then we tell him, and the lender says, well, I, it's nice that you gave it to him, but if I don't get it, you're going to be responsible. So, and you say, well, then if that's the case, I don't want to, I don't want to send the payment with him. You can't do it. Shmuel uh, says, no, since you're responsible, you can, the, the question here is you already gave the money to a third party. So and you owed the money. So isn't it like Zokhal Adam Shalobafanov? How can you pull it back? But we're saying that since you have responsibility, it's not that you gave it free and clear. You and so you could still pull the money back and say, well, I'm going to find a more reliable way to send it. Let's see, Rashi. Uh, if robbers take it away from your messenger, you still got to pay. Well, give it back. Maybe something happened. You ain't So that's really our question here. Normally, if you give something for someone else, you can't pull it back because it's uh, you gave it. You said, here, acquire this uh, to pay back my debt. But over here, he didn't fully acquire it because you still have responsibility if something happens. So then you can choose to get it back and pay another way. Lema, what's the, it seems to be an argument over here. What's the argument? One view is when I said take it to him, I meant acquire it for him. It's too late to ask for it back. You know, travel, bring it to him. I didn't say acquire it for him. I said deliver it to him. So the debate here is did I say receive the money for him or did I say deliver it to him? Is holek delivery, is that, does that mean you've already accepted for him and I can't ask for it back? Or no, you're just a delivery boy. So maybe that's our argument over here. So the Morris said, no, kuliyama holekadokadami. Everybody agrees when you say deliver it to him, that means acquired for him. So what's the argument? This is the Marsa of Arminamigu. You don't say since he is responsible, if, if you don't deliver it, that means it's not yours. Uh, he can change his mind. And Marsa of Arminamigu, no, we do say Migu, we do say that the, 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 the issue here is this responsibility that he has if the payment doesn't go through. We're not, it can't, you usually can't have it both ways. Either it's now the property of that person, and if something happens to I'm sorry, you're, you know, I made the payment, I gave it to the agent. So it's your bad luck. Or no, I had responsibility to make sure it got back to you. If I have responsibility, so why can't I change my mind and deliver it a different way? So let's see now. The Gemara wants to know who's right in this argument. Tanya kabasted a rav. Let's bring a proof like to rav. Haholech manelaploni. Shani chayvo. Take this money to him. I owe him. Tanu manelaploni. Shani chayvo. Or you say, these are different. One is travel to him and deliver it. One is give it to him. Give him this object, give him this, not money, but this, this thing that I, I was holding on to. Um, or give him this. So in all these cases, I'm responsible until he gets it back. But if I choose to ask for it back, so um, uh, basically the... Um, uh, you can't, uh, you see from this that he does acquire it for that person and you can't change your mind. But the more has a question on this. Pekudin, if this is an object that I owe the other person, <laughs> how can I, uh, 
how can you give it to somebody else? Doesn't he have to agree to the delivery? I never agreed that you should send it uncertified mail. So how can you say it's as if I gave it back already? Rashi, Sony, since I might not trust another person, it's not a benefit to me that you gave it to him because you gave it to an irresponsible delivery service. I have to agree. Why is it that it doesn't go back? The person didn't acquire it. So again, if you gave it to that person's agent, of course you can't get it back, but you gave it to your own delivery service. So why can you not change your mind? The other person didn't even yet agree that you should give it to a third party. So, uh, no, the case is, uh, um, in this case, the owner is happy that you gave it to a third party because the other times he asked you for it, you said, what, uh, what object? Meaning that um, basically what was happening was is that you borrowed something from him and he kept asking you for it back and you denied it. And so you finally agreed to do it, but you gave it to a, a, a service. The question is, how do we know that the lender agreed that you should give it to him? The lender would agree if in the past you didn't admit you owed it. Now we have some stories here. Uh, so again, it's, it's a difficult question. When you owe money and you decide to make a payment and later on a problem happens, how do we look at that? When do we say he got the payment? And when do we say, well, no, uh, um, I, I, didn't, uh, I, want, I never agreed that you should make the payment that way. What control does the person have about how he receives the money? That's what it really comes down to. Rav Sheshis, um, he owed some money. I'm sorry, someone owed him money um, in Mechusa. Uh, they agreed to pay him some money. He loaned some money out in the city of Mechusa, but that was far away. So, you were traveling to Mechusa, I see now they bring me the money. He went, they gave him the money. They said, all right, you're traveling back. It's a dangerous trip back. I promise us, uh, take responsibility that since we gave you the money, that uh, write us a receipt so we won't have to pay again. So nickname me now, uh, acquire responsibility for it. We gave you the money. Omele said, okay. He left town without signing the note that he was taking responsibility. This is something, he's, he's clearly getting paid to do this. No, no, it's a favor. Oh, you're going over there? So the, the stop at the bank and bring me back the money. So, and, and he would and still sign away. They, they have many cases like this. Sometimes people go to Israel and someone says, oh, I've got my kid in Israel. I, I, can you bring oh, him some right. cash? Uh, can you, he give him this envelope. And then somehow the envelope doesn't get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, very, very common, right? The, the, right? As people ask you, all of a sudden when you go to Israel, you have a little space, and then somehow it doesn't end up getting to that person. Yeah. Now, what if it's really valuable? And they say, I trusted you. I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You said, I was doing you a favor. Who said, uh, yeah. I didn't know you were going to make me pay for this. <laughs> right, right, right. So on the other hand, you have no right to lose it. I didn't mean you shouldn't... Uh, so... That's the question over here. So are they allowed to expect that if they don't pay the guy? Yeah. I thought that's one of the things, isn't it? But, but what if you? What if the person was negligent? I left it in the hotel. I never gave it. I never tried to give it to oh, him. Okay. So, what's so that? Would be okay. All right. So So he came back and he told him the story. He said, 
you know, that in those days traveling, you never knew if you'd get held up, right? It was very dangerous. And I, I got out of, of signing that I took responsibility. So when he came back, he spoke to us, he gave the Rebbe the money. He did get back safe and sound. And he wondered whether the Rebbe thought he did a good thing in that he personally didn't take responsibility because uh, he didn't, you know. So Amalei, he said, Shopper, if it's a smart thing, they're low shavina. You should never take responsibility if you don't have to because you become a slave when you take responsibility. When you sign on the dotted line, they're going to come after you. Lishna Queen, some people had it a different way. Shabr uh, of this, uh, you, you did good because Evid Ish Malva. If you take responsibility, you're enslaved. It's your problem now. Rav Achabar, Rav Yasha Havele Ispacha de Kaspa ben Nardoi. He had a vessel, a silver vessel in Nardoi, and he wanted it back. When you're, oh, you're going to go over there, bring me back my silver thing. So also, he went over there and told the person, we're going back to Nardoi, give us the silver item. Yavi gave it to him. Omelay, nickname me now. Sign for it. Show us, uh, uh, take responsibility that our payment was made. Omelay, lo. They said, no, I, I'm not agreeing to take responsibility. They said, then give it back. Omelay, hadri nahale. So now we're in a fight over here. They, in other words, they thought if they give him the silver thing that he'll sign for it, so they won't be responsible. And then they found out that he never agreed to be responsible. So it's tug of war. They said, well, they give it back. And he said, I won't. So these were two rabbis. Reb Dusa Reb Yanai Omerluhu. He said, in, I'll give it back. The other rabbi said, Reb Yosir Akipi said, lo, I don't want to give it back. I agreed to bring it. I, I, I don't have to give it back to you. The Rebbe asked me to bring it for him. And so I'm bringing it for him. So uh, they, just, they said, you're not giving it back? Well, Kamitzerle, where they started twisting his arm. They started causing him pain. Give it back to us. So um, he turned to the other rabbi that was with him and said, help me out here. Uh, do you see what they're doing to me? They're, 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 they're trying to pressure me to give back this silver item. So he said, you should hit him harder. He should give it back. So uh, whack him again. Uh, yeah. So the kabe. So I guess I don't know what happened. I guess they brought it back, uh, but he wanted to complain about his fellow uh, uh, traveler that he didn't stand up for him. Not only didn't he stand up for them, that he told them give him another whack. As far as I'm concerned, he's not being right. So Amalei Chazi Mar. He said, did the master see this other student you gave me? Not only didn't he come to help me and chase off those brutes that were trying to cause me trouble, he said to them, give him another whack. So then they called in that other student and said, it wasn't very nice what you did that you told them to give your buddy another whack. He said, what was I supposed to do? You don't understand. Those people, Hain Amma, they were an Amma wide, the Coven Amma, and their head was an Amma. They, basically, they were, uh, these were big, tough people. And when they speak, it came from half of them. They had very deep uh, voices. Rashi, Medvorim, Maxent, Klomer, thick voices. It sounds like they were talking from their stomach. 
that the mafia, you know, there, there's a certain way that uh, the, the mafia people talk, the godfather talks or whatever. It's a, it's a certain <laughs> thick voice threat. And Vishem Osehem, and their names were like, uh, um, you know, they had mafia names. Yeah, that's right. Their names were Dizbulin, Ardava, Artu, Peel, Baresh, Omrin. And if they would have said Kofsin, when they say grab them, Kofsin, they grab them. Amrina Harogu, if they say kill them, Horgan. They had henchmen there. And Ilu Horgu es Dusoy, they said, well, I don't care if they kill me. <coughs> But me, Nosen Lanyana, but my father wouldn't be too happy if somebody took away his son. I take care of my dad. And if they would have said, if I would have picked a fight with them and said, we're not giving it back, who's going to uh, give my father another son to take care of him? So, Omer uh, Lay, so then he had another question. He said, those people, uh, do they have connections to the government? Uh, maybe the police will uh, help you. Amalei, no. He says, they, they bought the police. So Amalei, hey, yesh susim pradim. Do they have uh, horses and mules so you couldn't get away? Yeah, they got fast getaway cars. Amalei, hey. Amalei, he says, he says, then uh, I understand what you did. I understand why you... In other words, you're not supposed to give up your life. It's, it's nice to stick up for people. It's nice not to, uh, to help people not get their arm twisted. But at the end of the day, if you feel your life was threatened, uh, then you could uh, say what you want. So he, he's saying the guy's talking for the money? So what happened was... No, 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 no. So what happened was, again, these two students went to pick up the silver item, right. and they picked it, and they, they said, we'll bring it back to you, Rebbe, and then they gave it to them, but then they were asked to sign and take full responsibility, and they didn't want to do that. So then they said, we'll give it back. So one of the two agreed to give it back, and the other one didn't, and so then right. they started beating him up because he didn't want to give it back. So uh, the question was, the other student, did he do wrong by not sticking up for the one that didn't want to give it back? And so we're saying that uh, the Rebbe said, I understood him because if he would have stood up, he might have been uh, been beaten up or killed or who knows what he would have done. Okay. So a whole look money to plenty. So uh, next case. So that what about a case where he said, give this money to so-and-so, a whole big they can't find him. In other words, you, you, I owe this guy money, you give it to the delivery service, and nobody's there of that address. So, Tani Kada Yaksu Mishaleb, comes back to the center. Tani Idach, Liyoshe Mishinishtachal. No, you could give it to the ears. What's the argument? Marsav or Holokazaki dummy. Well, he already acquired it, and so therefore, even though he's not there, it goes to his kids. Oh, Marsav or Holokalat. No, you have to deliver it. He died. Now it's got to go back to center. Sometimes you get a letter in the mail that says if the person's not there, send the letter back, right? Or whatever. I forgot how they worded it. They mean that it's only to that person. If that person isn't there, you're supposed to send it back, right? You're not supposed to automatically decide, well, we're the one and, you know, we can receive it. No, not necessarily is that the argument. Everybody agrees. Just because you said deliver it, that doesn't mean you acquired it. It depends on whether the person who said deliver it was well or he was sick. If he was sick, then it's, a, it's acquired immediately. If he's not sick, then it depends on if the person's there to receive it. Rizvid says no. He says both cases are where the person was on the deathbed when he said deliver it. Most. If the person was alive when you gave it to the messenger, 
So it's as if that person got it, and so now it goes to the heirs. What about if you found out that actually when you said to pay him back, he'd already died? So then you don't have to give it to him. Rav Papa always says, no, hava hava bori. Both cases are by a healthy person. One is where the guy died already. The, the giver died first. This sounds like an earlier argument. Tanya. Uh, it's getting very complicated when you want to pay somebody and they're not there. Do you got to pay the heirs? Do you got to give it back to the one who said deliver it? Let's say you say deliver this to so-and-so, and you go and you seek him out, and you don't find him. Uh, the return to the one that sent you. If he died already, then you give it to the heirs of the one that was going to send it out. And some people say, no, you give it to the heirs uh, to the one who was supposed to get it. No, he, he, he asked you to deliver it. There's a mitzvah to do that. The Chachamim, they say, since we're not sure, Yakloku. That's a famous thing to do when you're really not sure what to do and both sides have a reasonable claim, you split it. Quick look at Tosus. Uh, anytime the Gemara was not sure, that's what you do when you're not sure as you split it. Uh, he says he doesn't know how they know that. But uh, th- this opinion says, all right, we got to fight, let's split it. Uh, I mean, there's three options. You give it back to the one that sent it, uh, to his heirs, you give it to the heirs of the one who was to receive it, or you split it, right? So those are the three options. Back to the Yeah, correct, correct. He's just, he's just saying that when you have stalemates, that's what you, know, you try to do. The Kad Omer called Maishi Yitzhi Shliach He says, you know what, you, you, you decide. You know, you were, you were given the money, you can decide if you want to give it back, if you want to give it forward. Omer Shimon Anasi Aoyidei Maishi. He says, I had such a story, and the Psak was, Yaksidosh Mishalek, you give it back to the sender. My love, what's the argumentana? It wasn't received already. He agrees it wasn't received. Even though the guy died, you don't have to, to uh, follow through. No, it is received. But when the guy died, you should try to do what the person, there's a mitzvah to fulfill the will. They say, Yakloku, you split it, misfekale. We don't know what to do. We leave it up to the judge. So it comes out that we, we embroiled ourselves in a case where it's like no win. We don't have instructions. So do we give it back? Do we give it to the heirs? Does the, who decides? Um, is, he, is he just coming to tell us a. Uh, a story. When you have a regular healthy person, there's no argument. The, the ish that, uh, that it's acquired for that, the, this, the one that died. The case is, the person was on the deathbed, and this is the argument, the tenan, as we learned. So, you know, we'll stop here because it's uh, it, it got complicated and I don't want to uh, totally... Uh, basically, the question was, you had instructions and facts on the ground changed by the time you got there. And so the question was, 
do we look at it as if it was already acquired by the party that received it, and now that it gets transferred to his heirs, you're going to have to give it to him? Or do we say, no, the one that owed the money is still the boss of the money, and he can ask for it back? Uh, he, he might not have ever agreed to pay if he knew the person had already died. You know, and so it's complicated here what to do, and so that's the, that's the whole discussion we have. So um, we're going to continue here with the beginning of the class that unfortunately the recording got cut off. I'm really sorry about that. Um, the class started on Yud Gimel Ahmed Bey's 13b uh, with the concept of transferring a loan. That you're able, if somebody owes you money, you're able to transfer that to a different party. Um, and and uh, we mentioned today with mortgages, sometimes you owe a bank, they can transfer that to a different bank. So our question was, can they transfer it to somebody that's not born? Now, if the person wasn't born, it's one thing if you say, I agree to pay you, or I, basically uh, the loan goes with when I borrow it, I owe, I agree to owe someone, and I can agree to owe it to you or whoever you choose uh, at that time. But if the person comes into the world later, I was born later, how can you say I owe him? I never obligated myself at the time when I obligated, he didn't exist. And even though there's a concept of futures, that doesn't work for somebody that doesn't exist at all. That's three lines from the bottom. Um, I'm sorry, let's start uh, five lines from the bottom on uh, 13b. Omer le Ravashi la Meymar, Ravashi said to a Meymar, elamiyata hiknin aloladim. If a person who uh, has a debt gives it to somebody that wasn't there at the time, was born afterwards, the lo havi b'shat smat most, it didn't exist when the money was given, hachanami de lo kana, do you mean to say that that person can't be transferred to him? Because we're saying that when you borrow, you agree to give it to somebody, but you can't agree to give it to somebody that doesn't exist. Even Rameiru says, anamakna davashalobola olam, that you can transfer to somebody, uh, you can make deals with something that doesn't exist. That's if the person exists. The If the person wasn't born yet, how can you say you owe him? Ella Omar Ravashi, as we turn to the top of Yudalad Amun Aleph, We're saying that basically the, a person always prefers, is always agrees to transfer his loan. Because when you transfer your loan to a new person, typically you get more time to pay. The old person was already asking for the money back. And so since typically a person gets a better deal, uh, gets more time to pay when the loan gets transferred, so every borrower we can say will agree automatically that the loan is transferred. So, Omer Huna, Marbore, that's true that you agree to pay if the new party gives you uh, is gives you more time to pay. But Kigon Hanidi Bar Alisha, but if they give it to a mafia kinds of guys, the Kafsi Vishokole that'll tie you up and make you pay immediately. Hachanami, do you mean to say there I don't agree? The Kitema Hachanami, and maybe that's true. In other words, a borrower agreed to let you sell the loan if he gets better terms or the same terms, but he'll never let you sell it if he's gonna get harsher terms. So if that's true, So really, it's, it's not true that you can sell the loan. It really depends. And you didn't say that. Omar Marzutra. So Marzutra explains that there are three rabbinic rules. 
And sometimes you have to make a rule with no exceptions, even though not in every case uh, does the, uh, would a person, uh, does it make sense to them, but you have to have the rules for the benefit of society. What are the three rules? These three things, they made it like a law below Tom. They said no exceptions. That's what it means without a reason, even in the cases where the reason doesn't apply. Number one is that if you uh, owe somebody money, he can transfer that debt to someone else. Number two, the following that if you, a person leaves the, the money to their wife in their will and uh, there were children, it's understood that she can't just take all the money and not spend any of it on the kids, that they meant the money should be used, that she should be in charge of it to take care of the kids. But um, uh, that was just a respectful way of saying they trust the wife, but they have to leave some of it for the kids. And then the final rule was uh, that, that when you get married and you marry off your kids and you gave them initially a property on uh, a property that they acquire the property.